Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia, and today our goal is to be able to share topics that you will be interested in and that the guests will help to empower you as you grow as a leader and in your confidence to take your business from where it is today to the next level. Today, I am so excited. My guest is a friend and fellow Toastmaster, Jim Fuse. Jim Fuse is president of Fusion Marketing and does marketing the Marine Corps way. Jim is a retired Marine Corps lieutenant colonel turned digital marketing consultant, speaker, live streamer, podcaster, remote live stream and virtual event producer with over 30 years of business and social media experience. Now you know why I have him on here. Jim Fuses, see that play in words, Marine Corps leadership with Next Level Digital Marketing, his 20 plus years of highly successful leadership experience as a Marine Corps officer, led him to bring that bear in the ever-changing world of marketing and technology. Jim collaborates as a remote live stream producer and has led and assisted and coordinated production teams with clients such as IBM, StreamYard, United Nations Global Compact, MIT, Toastmasters International, Glasgow SmithKline, Jamaican Chamber of Commerce, USA Biz Party, which has included speakers such as Gary Vanerchuk, I probably said that wrong, Seth Godin, and Darren LaCroix, plus many more. Please join me in warmly welcoming Jim Fuse. Thank you, Vicki. It's uh, great to be here today and uh, really excited to be on your podcast and really excited with, uh, with what you're doing and how you've taken that leap out there to, <laughs> to really share your voice and, and get, help people grow. So uh, thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor. And that's what it's all about. It's, you know, how can we help others see and realize all of the potential that they have? So today's theme is how to overcome your fear of live video. And I'm sure everyone out there could put in chat or, uh, you know, acknowledge that there is some fear, even for those of us that do it all the time. There's that, that fear of what could go wrong, what are we going to say, how are we going to say it, how's it going to be received. And, um, you know, I just look at some TikTok videos and I think, heck, 
anything goes. The crazier you are, the the better it is. So I like to always start off with a, a nice breaker to really help me and my audience get to know those that are speaking. And so the simple question is, let's tell everyone, where do you call home? I actually call home uh, Marietta, Georgia, and uh, called it home now for uh, a little over four years. Got uh, married in October of 2018 and uh, married my wife, Karen. We actually met in elementary school (laughs) and reconnected on Facebook in 2017. And uh, one thing led to another. And now here I am living in... uh, the Atlanta area and really love being here. I've made a, a lot of friends through Toastmasters and uh, the American Legion group that I'm a part of as well. So really, really love it here because, you know, you can also, it's easy to get anywhere from Atlanta, right? That's what I think people don't always realize. we got the airport with Delta. You can go just about anywhere and you can go west, west, south on the, on the road. So uh, it's, it's a great uh, home base is how I look at it. That's absolutely true. Share with us your time as a Marine. Um, How has that prepared you for your career that you have today? Well, I'm I'm not uh, like every Marine in that uh, not only was I an officer, but I also enlisted. So I'm what's known as a Mustang. So I went to boot camp right out of high school, went to Paris Island, South Carolina, then went through ROTC and then, you know, did did another 20 years as an officer. So the Marine Corps has been a part of me since I was 18 years old. And uh, so I think it really formed me in one, giving me the self-discipline. Also, being in situations of having to really adapt and overcome. Mm-hmm. And so when a lot of people have panicked, especially over these last couple of years, uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, been there, done that, <laughs> got the T-shirt. It, it's just it's just life, right? Things are going to change. No need to get all uh, worked up about it. Just figure out, okay, we got to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a bad decision, right? It's better than making no decision at all. Mm-hmm. Because I think people have a resistance to change. And, and I, you know, I kind of remember when I lived in this small town in North Carolina before I moved here, that a Walmart came to town. And everybody was up in arms, you know, because all this time they'd been fighting it like, oh, you know, we can't. But it's like it changed. You didn't do enough to stop it. So now what are you going to do? You're just going to complain or are you going to move or are you just going to say, OK, how how am I going to adjust to those changes? And so I think these last, you know, several years and that's, you know, even kind of what we're talking about today when it comes to live video, not something that we necessarily expected to happen the way it has, but even like Cisco had predicted back in 2020 that, you know, 80% of companies would be using video. It's probably there, but now think how many times you've been on a zoom call, (laughs) probably on a weekly basis. And so the Marine Corps prepared me one to be decisive to also uh, learn, like, even if you're panicking, on the inside, you don't on the outside, especially as a leader, you have to be that calm voice of reason. Uh, I find it interesting, you know, recently watching the Super Bowl, how some people 
talk about how like the Rams coach, like, Oh, he's all fiery and jumps up and down. And then you have the guys like Bill Belichick that are like very calm, uh, you know, on the sidelines. And, and I think I tend to lean towards the Belichick thing because I do remember that one of the things I was uh, told by some of the Marines that used to work for me, that it's like when they saw me going somewhere, they always knew I was going with purpose and I never seemed like I was like, you know, panicking. (laughs) Um, And so I think that's important. You know, we have to keep, keep ourselves in check. You know, you sure you could have a, a high degree of stress about things, but you also have to say, okay, what's my plan? And of course, as we like to say in the military, sometimes when uh, the plan hits execution, a lot of times things go out the window. And uh, even this past weekend, I was uh, speaking at an event with my uh, business partner, Chris, and we were doing a virtual presentation. His internet went out half an hour before we were supposed to go live and we were going live through his <laughs> ecam and thank goodness he had not got rid of his other internet he literally had to switch his internet from one to the other but it was kind of like okay let's just calm down what are we going to do I just <laughs> contacted the event coordinator and said hey uh, we're having a little internet problem can you move us in the schedule it all worked out but still right we could have been losing our minds and freaking out but it also next time makes you think okay just in case next time maybe we should record our presentation just in case something like this will happen again (laughs) yeah because how many of us have more than one internet right 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 yeah it was just because he'd been too lazy to cancel (laughs) (laughs) well sometimes procrastination does help that's right that's right (laughs) not too often everybody no no take action right all right. The theme is how to overcome your fear of live video. And you kind of touched a little bit on it, but take us on the journey of how you got your start with the Tim and Jim show and why live video. Yeah. So it's, it's actually uh, a little bit of a funny story because I had gone and volunteered at uh, social media marketing world in 2018 for the first time. And so at the end of the conference, I, uh, we had like a, uh, like a beer tour and I met this lady named, uh, Kelly Noble Mirabella and she's has her own business doing uh, social media marketing. In fact, now she's transitioned where she's one of the top people in the world of chatbots. And, um, she had a Facebook live challenge because back in 18, Facebook was really pushing. You need to go live. You need to go live. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things, if you're not willing to do it yourself, how can you get other people to do it? And that's, mm-hmm. you know, even for me as a in leadership position, so it's always been right. If I'm going to, you know, talk the talk, I got to be able to walk the walk. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I did her live challenge, got me a little bit of confidence. And then I was uh, watching someone's show and I had started doing, you know, some people even now probably haven't heard of Instagram TV. Um, they were talking about it and I had done a few episodes on my Instagram and they were like, you know, has anybody done Instagram TV? And I put in the chat, all I have is like, Oh, well, how'd you like to come on screen? So they invited me on. It was a a Facebook uh, weekly show. And so I started talking and then Tim was actually watching, uh, you know, on the live stream and he like 
reached out to me and said, you know, hey, how'd you like to be on my show? So I was a guest. And then, you know, we kind of hit it off. He's like, well, <laughs> how'd you like to do a show with me? And I was like, okay. And uh, <laughs> so this, so as funny as this started in August of 2018. And uh, a month later, my house in North Carolina was devastated by a hurricane. So I'm doing this show uh, from my parents' house, from my sister's basement up in the DC area, because we had to have the show must go on, right? Yeah. So live show. It was a live show. And, and so that really was, uh, you know, not something I expected, but I will say by having a co-host, it kept me accountable that I had to show up every week that I couldn't yeah. just say, well, I don't want to do it this week. We started getting guests, you know, it, it just continued to grow. And so we've been doing it just about every week since August of 2018. It's hard to believe uh, this August will be our four year anniversary. And it's led to a lot of great opportunities and definitely mm -hmm. given me a lot more comfort, not only on camera, but also being able to help people by producing stuff or kind of giving people advice on how to get started. Uh, but I, you know, I think that's uh, what you have to do is kind of get over that fear. Like I'm, I'm in my mid fifties and I'm able to do this. There's no reason other people can't do it either. You just have to, to get started. I mean, it's just like with Toastmasters, right? Get out there and do that uh, table topic and then <laughs> sign up, do your icebreaker. It's really in some ways the same way. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Here's me at 64 starting. <laughs> crazy, still crazy. Young. We're, yeah, we're all I living know. so much awesome. longer. That's right. I'm only halfway there, right? <laughs> That's right. So you just talked about Toastmasters and uh, we both are Toastmasters. How has Toastmasters helped you in your journey to be able to do the lives, to be able to be more effective on screen and in person? You know, we do. We will someday go back to in person. Right. I think one of the biggest things, and I actually, many years ago in college, I actually took the Dale Carnegie course on human relations and public speaking. So that helped me some. Now, I do see some similarities between that and Toastmasters, but the, but the truth of the matter is I had not done that in years, so I didn't have that whole evaluation piece. And so where I think a lot of content creators, especially if they're doing video or even podcasting, don't think about those things like ums and ahs and how your you know, presence is on camera. And so where I think Toastmasters is valuable is you have someone telling you, you know, as an example, you know, maybe you're moving your hands too much. Maybe you're not looking at the camera. These little things that will just make you look better and allow you to deliver your message better because you want people to focus on your message mm -hmm. and not on necessarily you. And so if your habits as a speaker are distracting that's really going to take away from you as a presenter and the more polished you can become, you know, cause some people like say, Oh, well, I don't, you know, I, I trust me. I want to be a better speaker. I don't want to be doing ums and ahs all the time. And I'm sure the funny thing is, and I'm sure it happens to you, Vicki is 
once you start going through that, then when you're watching other people speak, you're looking for those things yourself. And so it really helps you get that confidence when you speak, because now you kind of have an idea that, oh, let's have some vocal variety. Or even I had been teaching classes in community colleges, both in person, online. And I think sometimes we take for granted that you're, you, it's almost like I could deliver some things in my sleep. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometimes we're delivering it as if we're in our sleep. <laughs> uh, and we have to think about the fact that this person may be seeing you for the first time. So we have to act like every time we're speaking in front of an audience, even if it's the same message, it's like it's the first time they're seeing you. It's that first impression. And I really think that's where Toastmaster made me think about, you know what? Don't take for granted that these people have seen you before or understand you. Make sure you bring that energy level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, playing, being an athlete, being in a game, right? It's like, you got to get, uh, get yourself psyched. And so part of being your best is training. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think Toastmasters is so valuable uh, in that regards and it's and it's affordable right i mean mm-hmm. you can go get a expensive coach if you want to but if you're just starting out i think it's a great way for people to uh, to get themselves and make sure that's really what they want to do yeah you talk about athletes and that that you know that's one of my target audiences because it it always kills me where this super talented you know wonderful person gets up to the camera and the microphone and speaks and you just cringe. Mm-hmm. And, there, and it's such a simple thing for us to help them with. Absolutely. I'm, not, I'm really sure that um, our audience is thinking, well, maybe someday I'd like to do a podcast um, or live stream. What would you share with them about the benefits of having a partner? As you started to talk about earlier, as well as tips if they want to go out on their own, what, you know, what should they do? So share what it takes to really get started in this. I think one of the biggest things, and my friend Chris Stone talks about this because he's actually someone that uh, helps people with podcasts. And, and a lot of times he'll ask them like, well, why do you want to have a podcast? Mm -hmm. And what is it that you're hoping to accomplish with it? Because if you're thought is like, well, I'm going to start a podcast because I'm going to get, you know, thousands of downloads and Spotify is going to offer me a hundred million dollars like they did to Joe Rogan. Don't hold your breath. It may take a (laughs) while. And so it's, it's a long game, just like being a live streamer is a long game. It's not going to happen overnight. You got to be consistent. You got to have an idea. You got to have a message. I I think the benefit to having a co-host as an example is even if you don't have a guest, you can have a conversation as much as, and I've been thinking about starting, if you want to call it another podcast where it would be, I guess, kind of like you're doing me interviewing people. It's like, well, do I, who do I interview? What is the show going to be about? You know, you've got to put the, you've got to Mm -hmm. put the effort into it as you know. And so you got to think about that. Don't just do it to do it. The benefits are though, if you do it right, you're definitely going to build awareness. And if you're not quite ready, one of the best things you can do is maybe be a guest on other people's shows first. Yeah. And you may find that that's where you're going to get some of your most 
uh, growth and exposure is by being a guest on other people's shows, mm-hmm. as opposed to feel like you got to have your own show. Because I think the other thing, and, and you're doing a great job of it today, is when you're the host, your job is not to talk about yourself and try to be the smartest person in the room, but to highlight <laughs> your guest. So if you want to have your soapbox, then you can have a, we call them the talking head shows, where all they do is it's one person talking to nobody because they're recording it. And I think there's a place for that. But I think people like to have or hear the conversations. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so you got to kind of lay that out. You got to have a plan. You know, in the case of a podcast, and I was guilty of this with my first podcast is we had probably recorded 14 episodes and Chris kept asking me and and my co-host on that one. He's like, well, when are you guys waiting for? Right. It's like, you got to You got to do it. Whether it's putting those first three out because, you know, because you got them in the bank and then releasing one a week, you know, but kind of work ahead. So, because otherwise then you get into that. Oh my gosh, people are expecting a, a podcast <laughs> and I don't have, I need to do another show. Um, and so that's where podcasting, I think can make it, easier in a way because you could say okay on friday i'm going to record three different episodes of my podcast with three different guests and you just kind of bank them up with a live stream it's like you know for me every wednesday at 11 we've one of us has got to be there now sometimes we'll have a guest co-host things happen but it's like we we want to stay consistent because if you go from being consistent to inconsistent people will start to say oh, I, I didn't think they were doing the show anymore. And you'll lose that audience that you started to build up. Right. Very true. Very true. And it is a lot of fun to go on other people's podcasts because you get to expand your network, but it's, it's kind of nice as you are seeing being on the other side and being interviewed. Yes. So you do a, a weekly show and there are, um, topics that you'd like to cover so what are some typical topics that you cover on the tim and jim show so we really like to focus on uh marketing and small business type things so like uh today in fact as we're recording this uh, episode we had a a gentleman adrian uh, salisbury who runs the ecamm academy for ecamm Mm -hmm. so we were talking about how to level up your lives and your Zooms using Ecamm, because you can use it as a virtual camera, will have uh, you know authors on that maybe are talking about a business topic. Sometimes we've had people talking about mindset. Uh, I think we've even had, you know, thinking about, you know, fitness. It's kind of like that work-life balance. So we really get kind of a, a variety. And, and I'll say a lot of our guests come from the fact that as we've built our networks of just getting to know like and trust people at some point you can say, you know, Hey, I'd love to have you on our show. It's not always, Oh, I'm going to become your friend because I want you to be on my, on my <laughs> show. Yeah. But we've had Bob Berg has been on our show. You know, we've had Mark Schaefer on our show, a lot of really uh, big names in the, uh, the marketing space and self-development space. And so it's really fun to do that. And uh, you know, like I said, c- coming up on four years, you know, we, we've got StreamYard actually sponsors our, our show uh, by providing us the, the software to use. Uh, but it also leads to us getting asked to be guests on other people's shows yeah. as well. As I do. 
you actually helped me for a couple years to help me with all of the back of the um, stage, I guess, for my, when I was a region advisor and, um, and we did the, you were also a guest for my shows that were the um, boot camp for social media and, and you do know so, so much about social media. Great advice about social media. Speaking of advice, what were, would three things be three pieces of advice that you wish somebody would have given you at 20 and 30? <laughs> wow. Uh, that's a good question. Um, let me think. I would probably say, uh, don't be afraid to continue to take chances on things that you, you know, thought about. Like I used to really be in the tech and then I kind of like let it go away. So if you've got some hobby or passion when you're younger, don't give up on that just because you have to get a day job or something like that. <laughs> uh, the The second thing would be, don't ever think that something that you have gotten you know used to is going to always be there. I mean, yeah. we can look at Blockbuster, Kodak, all these other things that have, you know, nobody ever thought those things would go away. And now it's like I, I have a bunch of uh, cassette tapes and videotapes I don't know what to do with. Yeah. So so be uh, prepared for change when, when, when things happen. And um, and I would say the other thing is. Uh, start setting aside uh, money early in life, you know, start <laughs> investing when you're young. True. So true. All right. We are going to do a rapid fire. It's always fun. I I'm going to give you five words or phrases. Okay. And so for each one, I would like you to respond as to why you are responding to this so that you'll know whenever I ask it, you'll know what the why should be. Okay. So what is your best vacation ever? British Virgin Islands. Why? It was amazing. <laughs> well, I got to go with my fiance at the time and we were on a 43 foot power catamaran for oh, 10 days nice. going Island to Island. And one of my best friends and fraternity brothers was the captain. So it was unbelievable. So it's kind of ruined all other beaches for me. Yeah. I think you probably, after all this pandemic stuff's over, you need to do a redo. Yes. Okay. Dog or cat? Definitely dog. I had a pug, had a lab, uh, golden retriever mixes before that. Trying to talk my wife into letting me get a uh, French bulldog or another pug. And I, and I guess for me, I just feel like dogs, right. They want to be with you. It's like unconditional love. I know there's cat people out there. I, I get it. You like your cats, <laughs> but cats don't like to hang out like a dog does. So that's my thought. Unless you have a 30 pound cat and, and he thinks that he's a dog. All right. I know the answer to this, but I'm just going to say it for the rest of the people. Favorite sport. Got to be uh, NFL football. And uh, I just wish my team had picked a different name than the Commanders. Uh, 
would have even had it preferred they stayed with the football team, but we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> if anything's possible. Yes. What is your best tip for networking for all of those entrepreneurs out there? I would say my best tip would be just be yourself and get to know people first. Don't try to sell them. Uh, I think that's, you know, we see it on LinkedIn all the time. You get a connection request from a stranger and they're like wanting to sell you. And it's like, they don't really know you. I, I mean, I have people asking me if I need help with HR or leads. And I'm like, have I put anything in any of my content anywhere seeing I need any of that help? So just, I think part of it is just be yourself. The person that you see and hear in, uh, you know, private groups should see the same person that people see when they see you out in uh, public because you can see that sometimes and it's can be very disappointing when someone that you saw like on a social uh, media type setting and you meet them in person they're not the same person it can mm-hmm. be very disappointing so just be yourself wh- whenever you're networking with others yeah authenticity is king or the last of the five pie or cake I'm going to go with pie because, uh, you know, especially if it's lemon meringue pie or Mm. apple pie or cherry pie, because I'll say it doesn't seem as filling as cake. (laughs) Yeah, we we can eat the whole pie and not. My sister-in-law spoons the pie like she just goes Uh, by with a tablespoon and eats it. I don't know where that pie went. (laughs) All right. So now it's your turn to tell me what five tips you would like the folks to leave with and have the last one to tell us a little bit about clubhouse Mm. and your thoughts on that. All right. Well, well, first of all, you, you kind of led into, to it a little bit, but the most important thing when live streaming or podcasting and we'll, but we'll say live streaming is not what you might think. It's not your video. It's your audio. (laughs) So audio is, is number one, the most important thing. So get a good microphone. Uh, you know, one I talk about the, the, uh, Samson Q2U, it's about $60. It can be used USB or XLR that will help you sound a lot better. You can even plug it into your phone, which we'll get to this clubhouse thing later. Uh, the second thing is don't feel like you got to spend a ton of money to get started with live streaming. You can start with your smartphone. They have amazing cameras. In fact, you can plug them into your computer. There's an app called uh, Re- Reincubate Camo that they'll even let you adjust the settings on your computer. You could put your phone on the tripod if you want to put it in a different spot. Uh, so don't feel like you got to go out and buy uh, a, a like a full-blown camera when you've got something that you may be already using. Or like me, I've started to collect iPhones. Whenever I pay one off, I keep it so now i have extra phones for extra cameras Uh, (laughs) and so that's that's another thing so i I think a lot of people make the excuse of like oh i got to get all this equipment before i can start live streaming so don't you don't need that you can start with your phone you don't even need a computer to do that my my third tip would be get started right even if it's just going live uh Mm -hmm to your Facebook profile where only you can see it to get over that fear of going live and and pressing the button 
that that's another thing is is practice, right? It's just like with Toastmasters, we get better the more we speak, the more we talk. It's the same thing with live video. You'll get gather that confidence uh, because I think a lot of us get imposter syndrome. And the truth of the matter is the only person that is noticing your mistakes or is being critical is the person in the mirror. <laughs> and, and so I think that's another thing is, you know, d- get started. Uh, fourth, I would say as uh, lo- go to YouTube university, if you need to, there's so many people out there uh, giving great tips on, on video, you know, and if you're not comfortable with doing live video, record a video, start a YouTube channel, right? I would even say do that over worrying about Facebook. And the reason I say that is YouTube is a place where people go look for answers to their problems. So if you want to talk about things that solve people's problems, record those videos, put it on YouTube, and you'll start to see one, you're going to leave a legacy out there because YouTube is really more of a, of a, you know, it's, it's the second biggest search engine after Google who owns both of them where Facebook, your stuff kind of gets lost. Nobody knows where, where it is. Mm-hmm. And, and so YouTube's a great place, not only to put your content, but also to learn as well. And then since you said to talk about clubhouse, uh, the whole audio space, one as a Toastmaster is a great opportunity because it is audio. People are hearing your voice, but I would tell you what's even more exciting is now you've got Twitter spaces and now LinkedIn audio as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but if you, you know, if you haven't gotten started, you might want to start with clubhouse. There's lots of, uh, great conversations, mm-hmm. uh, really, uh, I'd say famous, or I think she's famous speaker, Lois Kramer may have heard mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. every Monday at, uh, seven o'clock Eastern, she does a clubhouse on how to make money speaking. So if you're a Toastmaster and this is where you're looking to evolve, right? You, you should get on Clubhouse, get to network with these people. And I've made a lot of connections through these audio apps uh, and having these audio conversations. And the beauty of that is, unlike Zoom, where if you're on a Zoom, sometimes you have to turn your camera off. Nobody cares what you're wearing when you're on an audio app. Yeah. But you do have to have a good, good audio. Yes. <laughs> Yes, definitely. Well, it's been so wonderful. Um, We want to share your contact information. So I'm going to share my screen so that people can see how to get in touch with you. Just one moment. So there we go. We have your website at HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash F U H. S-I-O-N-M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G, so fusionmarketing.com. Another one is H-T-T-P-S colon forward slash forward slash dealcasters, that's D-E-A-L-C-A-S-T-E-R-S academy dot academy, and then dealcasters dot shop with no S, so H-T-T-P colon forward slash forward slash dealcasters.shop. So what's the difference between those three websites that um, our audience might need to know? Yeah. So fusion marketing is my business website. It's where, uh, you know, I have some things I I do need to update it though. I will say that 
Uh, Dealcasters.academy is where we're starting to teach people not only how to become Amazon influencers, but we'll also be launching some courses on, you know, different aspects, how to look better on video, social media, things of that nature to help you if you want to be an influencer or not. And then Dealcaster Shop takes you to my Amazon storefront where you can see all the videos and live streams we've been doing uh, on amazon.com. And uh, so kind of three different, uh, three different flavors of uh, what, what I'm doing in, uh, in the social media world. Super. And as for social media, we do see your Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. So again, you can search out for Fusion Marketing um, or the Jim Fuse is on LinkedIn itself. So again, those are there. Take a screenshot with your cameras, if you will. And Jim does have a free gift. You were going to tell me about that? Yes. Uh, what I'm going to do is if uh, if they send... If they reach out to me, I will give them a half hour uh, consult to help them get started with video. Awesome. That's a great gift. Trust me. He's, he's a very good resource for you. And so be, I, I don't want to leave, although tooting my horn, just one minute. <laughs> this is to really promote that. I have um, been a co-author for a book, uh, one of 21 unstoppable and it is available on amazon right now you can get the paperback or the ebook for ebook 199 but it's filled with 21 women who are fierce they're fearless and um they will help you in your life so there you go all right so enough of that we're going to stop sharing and um just want to close out thanking jim so much for being our guest today and sharing your stories, your ideas, your tips, your tools, all those wonderful things. I want everybody to be sure to go to those websites and check out Jim. Um, Take advantage of the free gift. I promise you, you won't be sorry. We are going to, um, before we sign off, we really want to remind you that it is not too scary to go on live. You just have to do it. That's right. And that is the thing, really. It is all about taking action. Again, thank you so much for being my guest. And I hope everybody has learned how they can take their journey to the next level and enjoy the ride along the way. Talk to you all soon. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.